like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. like him huh? it's little, the hands for me little hand sammy little hand. he's trying hard dude he is he wants to be in the group he does he just wants to be part of the hmc i can't blame him look at me like taking the whole table up i know i'm sorry like what the hell i don't think pa- i need any of this papers stuff. everywhere i know i'm like a mess dog i'm a mess it's all good it's okay i'm glad you're not mad at me check this it's out this has been my Drink of choice. What is that? It's a, just a strawberry club soda. Bella V? Yeah, oh yeah. Strawberry? Bella V, a strawberry. <laughs> I've been drinking mocktails, dude. I'm over a week on the non-drinking wagon. And you're feeling great? I feel fantastic, dude. I'm so much more productive. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't drink it nearly as much as you guys did, mm. so... I've been on the productive train. Just You're kidding. way more productive than us. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Highly doubt it. I'm going to yeah. be on that train, though. Good. Chugga chugga, bitch. I'm coming. You got your fucking ticket? I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> ticket I to got, ride? I, bought, I didn't just buy a ticket. I bought a season pass. Oh, shit. Okay? I got a season pass. Wow. Look out. That's serious. I, I What can I say? I like your hat. Thank you. You're it's welcome. new. What do you think? I couldn't, I was just, it caught my eye. I couldn't find the Punisher hat. I don't know where it is. Oh. I'm guessing one of the kids ran off with it. So where is that from? This? Abby bought it for me for camping purposes and I've just been like uh, wearing it around. I thought maybe you got it like somewhere like touristy. Mm. Does it, it look touristy? It does. Oh man. Well, I mean like it's nice. It just looks like you got it at like, I don't know, some kind of like mountain. Hey. I'm <laughs> just- <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Your mountain hat. It's funny. Abby and I went to Tennessee the first time ever a long time ago, and we both had Tennessee shirts on, right? Mm-hmm. And the lady at Walmart was like, where are y'all from? And I'm like, well, how do you know we're not from here? And she's like, people from here don't wear Gatlinburg shirts. <laughs> I was like, fuck, Abby, we got to rethink this. <laughs> they know. True. They know. They look at us, and they're like, Pfft. tourist. But actually, they love tourists down there because that's where they make all their money. Well, yeah. It's from stupid people like us going down and paying way too much money for booze because they don't have, uh, is it income tax they don't have? They don't? I don't? They don't have state tax. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I did not realize that. Yeah. So if you go there and make the same amount of money, you actually make more money. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should be a financial advisor. Do it. No, that'd be really bad. <laughs> That'd be bad for everybody Do it on involved. the side. That can be your side gig. Yeah, they'd be like, I'm in debt. I have $150,000 of student loans, but I really want a boat. I'd be like, you should buy a boat. Buy it. Can, like, can you afford the monthly payments? Well, if I don't buy groceries, buy the boat. Buy the boat, and then they can take you out on it. That's what I'm saying. I would I would be okay with that. Okay. I, I need a friend with a boat. We'll have to start looking for one. Like, and- you like how I'm just drinking this? Like, it's alcohol? <laughs> I do. I went full Game of Thrones today, dude. Look, I got the Stark I like shirt. It. 
the Game oh, of Thrones little tumbler. The mountain hat. The mountain hat, yes. <laughs> you really hate this hat, huh? It's no, like, that's I like, do like the like hat. The House of Highgarden. I maybe. like all the colors. Mm. It's different. You're not used to seeing colors on my head. I'm not. My hats are all black. All black. Even my Kid Rock hat, I think, is black with white on the front. That's why it, like, it caught me in waves. I was like, whoa. It caught you in waves? <laughs> what does that, that mean? That might not be the right thing to say. I, I don't, don't know. You caught me in waves. <laughs> <laughs> you got to um, dive in that you got to walk me through that you caught me in waves or i guess you know caught me off guard uh-huh you know i don't i'm not sure where waves came from but where um, do you think that statement originated from you caught me off guard in waves in waves um i think it's just supposed to be like when you're like confused or mm-hmm. like something's coming to you but it's like taking a second for it to register mm-hmm. it comes to you in waves yeah that makes like sense. Actually, waves that I'm not gonna the... like. I would stop now because your okay. definition was like perfect. Like you Great. just convinced me. Even though I don't think you know what you're talking about right now. Like I am convinced that is what it caught me in waves. It caught me in waves. I think it should be a new thing. I'm in. You know what we should do when he gets back? Because you know he's not gonna listen to this. Yeah. Actually, he can't even listen to this until he's because we're so far ahead right now. Yeah. So he won't even know. We should start using that. Like it's like annoyingly. Yeah, to the point that he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm writing it down yeah. so I don't forget. Like, you'll say something I'm like, Jess, that caught me in waves. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to try not to laugh, obviously. Okay. Well, honestly, yeah. you laugh at most of the dumb stuff I say anyway, so I don't think it'll throw him that much off. I just, I want to try and keep track of how many times we say it too, like before he actually like notices or says anything. Yeah. See how many times we can do it. Okay, I'm in. I'm okay. all in. I feel like we're like showing off what type of television's on the wall by the remote on the table. We are. I feel like it's a little annoying. It's not. I had the camera closer because I thought it would look better, but then Sammy wasn't in it. Oh, we got to have Sammy in I it. know. I was like, we can't cut him out. He's got his one little hand in there. Strong hand. He's strong. The strong. <laughs> it he, is the, actually kind of strong. Put him Put him down. It's kind of girth, girthy. Oh, wow. <laughs> if that is girthy, <laughs> I feel bad for you. I just, he, it feels like heavy. Mm. Heavy heavy not like girthy not girthy yeah he's got a lot of weight to him are you watching the new game of thrones i still haven't at all (laughs) no oh my gosh and i like knew you were gonna ask and Mm. be disappointed but yeah how did you just know that i was i mean well first of all i walked in and you're like decked to the fuck out yeah so that was my first indicator Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and yeah i just figured you'd ask because you've asked the last (laughs) few times (laughs) I text you daily. Yeah. I actually get on your login for HBO because we share an account. And I actually get yeah. on yours and see if you've watched it. I knew you hadn't. So I was already disappointed. Yeah. yeah. I even thought about it last night. And you know what? I ended mm. up watching Hot Dub Time Machine. <laughs> nice. So you actually took the effort to log into HBO because that's on HBO right now. Mm-hmm. And you were like, nah. Yeah. Well, I don't even have to log into it anymore. Like I have it downloaded mm. and I just click on it. And it goes right to our account. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I have to like put in like you know mm-hmm. my email and stuff were you doing that before email. i just had to do it the one time oh that's a lot of logging in i feel yeah, like no. it's 2022 just get with the time you shouldn't <laughs> be logging in so much this isn't hotmail i still have a yahoo account i think abby has a yahoo account is it like ymail now though or is it still yahoo.com still yahoo oh hers is ymail but like people make a, a deal out of it like they're like oh wow and i'm like um excuse me you get offended like yes because i guess uh gmail is the thing now 
everybody has gmail yeah which i have a gmail too but i just like my yahoo mm. like I, that's been my oldest one that i haven't had to like change it over to something different yeah so just everything comes to that you have like pen pals that still write you on your yahoo email yeah, like if you changed it how would your friends from uh portugal get a hold of you they wouldn't know that you met on spring break circa 2000 and i don't know nine 2009 i don't know wouldn't that be when you would be allowed to go to spring break by yourself yeah, I, I guess, guess actually 2006 probably yeah if you were a bad high school kid not like me i was in there hitting the books mm-hmm. getting preparing for college yeah i know you were okay I, I don't i feel so far away <laughs> why don't you move it it's closer? like an exercise to grab it I no can, i don't want I to do that shift some i already have taken up all your space i don't want to do that i don't want to do it it's okay all right, this is our second episode with no Seth. We still have Sam. He's still here hanging out with us. HMC 104, the movie is 31. Rob Zombie is 31. We decided to do this because Seth is not here. Yes. So we wanted to um, artificially inflate the Stabby's rating because I, it's just going to be the two of us. Exactly. So his doesn't count. I, he's probably never even seen this movie. Seth's an Australia episode. Yeah. I didn't know what to name it because I have no idea what our November topic is. It's crazy. This episode's not going to come out until November. That's crazy. Mm. Dang. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. Why do I turn into the Kool-Aid man all the time? <laughs> Two episodes in a row. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty great. Oh, yeah. That's wild, dude. <laughs> That's pretty wild. All right. The beginning of this episode is not going to be long because I have to get to gymnastics. Yes. I just started this class. I'm looking to maybe start a new career. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be good. I'll show you my outfit when we're done. I'm excited to see it. It's cool. Yes. It's a one piece. Does it say the HMC on it? No. No. This Josh. Just Josh. <laughs> yeah. Just Josh. I want right people to know my name. Okay. Yeah. That's it. I understand. That's all. I'm going to see Barbarian tomorrow. <sighs> I know. I still haven't seen it yet. That doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. Although, by the time this episode comes out, I probably will have already talked about it because I'm sure we'll talk about it on the next. We're like in the future. Wow. We're time traveling. That just blew my mind. Time travel. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the future. Yeah, I want to see Barbarian. I want to see Pearl. Mm, there's there's several so, I want to see right now. There's so many out. And Jeepers Creepers 4 comes out, I think, this week. Not that's like so a great movie, that. but it's still a horror movie. Yeah. Pearl, Barbarian, Jeepers Creepers. What's the other one? The Invitation is out right now, which I don't know how mm-hmm. great that's going to be. There's another one, isn't there? Oh, Smile. Smile comes Smile. out this week. It's like five that horror movies. That looks crazy, too. You know, I'm just going to take the day off Friday and just go to the theater and see every one of them <laughs> back to back. That'll be a little costly. Well, maybe not no. too bad. I'm a Cinemark member. Oh. Mm-hmm. So do you get, like, so many free movies or something? Yeah, you get one free ticket a month, and then you get, like, a bunch of, like, per- like 20% off the concession stand. Oh. No, those online fees, they waive all the online fee bullshit. Nice. Yeah. Not jacking my prices up, Ticketmaster bastards oh, yeah. yeah 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 i had like two tickets i had to get rid of but then i realized that tomorrow's like five dollar ticket day so i'm like well, i'm not gonna use them for that right why would you it doesn't make sense don't do that don't do that do you think barbarian is gonna be good yes i've heard nothing but good things and also just based on the cast mm-hmm. i'm just gonna say yes but we're in the future so we're gonna be able mm-hmm. to predict before this episode comes out whether or not we like i would assume you would have seen it by the time this episode comes out yeah I think I'm going to like it. Okay, so talk to your future self. Jessica, are you going to like this movie? Did you like this movie? Mm-hmm. Is that what I would say? I don't know why you'd ask your future self a question. You you probably want to give your future self advice. 
like, hey, future self, hey, future Josh, listen, <laughs> you, you're getting ready to see Barbarian, and you're going to like it. And I did that, so the guy knows. So mm-hmm. I look at it. I'm like, one, why am I wearing that hat? I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> right? So you won't remember wearing that hat? No, it's future Josh. Wow. Yeah. You don't understand time travel. I do. If you're in the future, this yeah. would have happened and you wouldn't have remembered wearing that hat. Mm-mm, no, you're wrong. <laughs> you definitely don't know. Hmm. Anyway. I think uh, there's something else in that drink. <laughs> I'm just not very smart. I've had a long, long weekend, Jess. I You should have seen all the yard work I did yesterday. It was insane. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yard's infested with fleas. Nuh-uh, really? Not anymore. It was. Um, when I like moved into my house, the, fr- they have like this green carpet on the porch oh. and there were like fleas on it from in the, the squirrels. Oh. No, but like on that carpet. So I would like go out and like sit on the porch and I'm like, why do I feel like I'm getting bit? <laughs> it's fucking fleas. Did you see them on you? Yeah. Like I saw one, mm. just, I just saw it jump and I was like, Oh, nope. Yeah. So I got that like powder stuff or whatever that yeah. like gets rid of it. That yeah. kill them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we've had the dogs for Marley will be thirteen or fourteen. He never ever had a flea on him. With this freaking whore cat we have that likes to run out and play with all the neighborhood cats, mm-hmm. even though we live out in the county, like she plays all the cornfield cats. Mm-hmm. Brought fleas home, so then the dogs got them. And I'm thinking because all these cats come in the yard because of her, are they bringing the fleas into the yard? Oh, so yeah. we keep like the dogs are on flea medicine, and we keep we did do the powder and the spray mm-hmm. like they were out of the house. But then the dogs would go outside and come back in, and they'd have fleas on them. So I'm like, it's the freaking yard. Yeah. So I sprayed the whole yard. Went out this morning and then I think we're good. I'm like a flea killer. Flea killer. Flea killer Josh. That should be my new blood mask is gone. It's flea killer Josh. Dude, I'm all in. All in on the flea killer. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking riveting conversation. (laughs) Anyway, is there anything that you watched you want to talk about? Um, I did watch The Changeling. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did The Kool Aid Man again. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, that must be your thing now. I just I don't stop know. with it. Um, yes, I watched The Changeling. Interesting. Very long. Didn't Seth watch this like a while ago and yes. tell us about it? Yes. And kind of made it seem like it was good. He did. He said it was like The Ring or something. Or with The Ring? I Is mean, right? yeah. Okay. So, yes, there are parts that, yes, resemble that or mm-hmm. whatever. They probably drew inspiration from that. But mm. it's not scary. Oh. It's like a drama. Really? Like the whole thing pretty much is just like a drama. It's not scary at all? No. Really? Uh-uh. I think that movie's held in pretty high regard too, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. It's got like the five little skulls or whatever. Really? Yeah. What are you watching that has... Oh, Shudder? Shudder. Mm. Five skulls on Shudder. Five skulls. So, yeah, I was like, well, it must be great because Seth said it was good and... Well, that was your first. That should have been your first determination that it probably wasn't great. Maybe mediocre at best. Yeah. Um, It's a little disappointing. And it's too long. So now I don't even want to go watch it to see if I agree with you because... I feel like you should just mm-hmm. because who knows, maybe you'll be like, wow, this is great, but I don't know. <laughs> it's just very slow. Yeah. Very, very slow. And I also watched Hell House. Hell House LLC. LLC. And? And it was good. It was good. It was all right. Did I tell you that somebody uh, suggested that that's what we do at the cabin next year? Or is the Hell I'd House? Be down. That would be cool. That would be cool? Yeah. Okay. I think that'd be cool. Is there three of them? Um, I don't know. 
I think I, there's three. I just watched the first one. If there's follow-ups, I'm not I sure. I think the Canadian guys like those movies, the Hell House movies. I liked it. Hmm. It was different. But Is it all hand cam? Yeah, it's like found. Is that found how you footage. say that? Hand cam? That doesn't yeah. sound right. I don't know why I keep doing this while hand I'm cam. doing hand cam. I think the video's got me all screwed up. I feel like I have to perform <laughs> for the people. It's, yes, found footage. So, Do you think it would be funny if I started an episode with like jeans and like shoes and like a flannel on? And like as the episode progressed, I just continued to like take things off. Peel layers off. You've got like five shirts on. Yeah, but we never make mention of it. And then I'll, I'll like end up in my underwear at the end of it. But like we never make mention of it that I'm like taking layers of clothes off. We should do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I could do it too. We'd be hot as fuck like at the start. I just thought you meant like in general because I think we are very hot. Oh, that is true. Like I would say out of all the podcasts in the world, we're probably two of the best looking podcasters. Yeah. I don't know why I said podcasters like that. <laughs> I, I'm done, dude. I can't <laughs> talk. My brain's fried. I'm drunk off of this Bellevue. 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 Strawberry. <laughs> you want a little sip? <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, shoot all right our episode this our movie this episode is 31 by none other than rob zombie rob. i think i came to a uh realization while watching this movie i think i know why i like rob zombie movies so much why is that well not only do i think he does he write interesting characters and there's a lot of gore which i like but i also think that when you're watching a rob zombie movie doesn't it give you that feeling like when you were a kid and you were watching something you shouldn't be watching? Do a you get bit. that feeling? Yeah. Because I was watching it last night and there was the scene with Doomhead where he, him and the lady are having that scene. And I was like, man, I hope Abby doesn't come down here. She'll think I'm like watching like some <laughs> aggressive pornography, right? But then I was like, it clicked. I was like, that's why I like his movie so much. Every one of them, while you're watching it, you're like, I should not. Like, it's like you're in on the joke. Like you, right. sh- like you know what I mean? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Do you feel that way, or am I just like making this up? No, I get what you're saying. Do you feel that way? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I use, <laughs> I just I'm not worried if anybody like sees it. I guess. <laughs> well, I don't There's know if every. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. I, I get what you say. What you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I can see how that feeling would make other people feel uncomfortable. So I can, yeah. I kind of get a better understanding of why other people may not like his movies. Yeah. Because he takes it to the extreme. Yep. It makes sense why Seth doesn't like it. Yes. Too. I think partially the gore, but maybe that part, that part of it too. I don't know, like it goes too far or something. I think that's it. But see, I like to push the envelope, as you've seen, yeah. when I'm uh, late night drinking. And I'm like, how far can I push this individual yeah. before they either punch me in the head or they get mad and leave? Yeah. Both of those things have almost happened. Well, the leaving has definitely happened it's multiple happened. times. <laughs> but the punch I ducked, I think, and then Seth tried to kick me once. But was the punch was from Seth? Yeah. I think oh, he fell. Did he fall I, over? The kick was he was already on the floor. Okay, he tried I was to, like, just thinking he did me. a kick. I don't remember that. A punch, too. No, he tried to slap me once. Wow. Yeah. And then the one night, he was so drunk, he kept slapping me in the in the, the bag, you know? Boom. Oh. Right in the nuts. And then I smacked him in the face, and he got mad at me. Do you remember, Were you here for that? I don't think so. We had we talked about it. Then he got mad on here because I brought it up. But yeah. <laughs> like, every time I'd walk by the table, he'd be like, wop, right in the nuts. And I'm like, ah, oh, got me. Like the first one, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then the second time, it was like, all right, no more of that. That's enough. Third time, dude. And I was like, wow. <laughs> right on his cheek. And he was like, you hit me. And I'm like, Seth, 
How many times do you expect me to let you hit me in the nuts before I retaliate? Right? You don't have to smack me in the face. I'm like, I could have punched you. <laughs> he wanted you to punch him in the bag, too. I think, is that, you think that's what he was doing? Yeah. It's like, bag for a bag. bag. <laughs> yep, that was it. Anyway, that is the revelation I came to while watching 31 for probably the 12th time. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Is this one of your, uh, how high on Rob Zombie's list is this movie for you? Mm. it's pretty low pretty low yeah really interesting mm-hmm. uh, we'll get into it that's fine yeah hmm. so were you not <laughs> excited to talk about it no i was like you were. it's fine have you seen it before yes yes this is probably this is like the fourth time i found i figured out that i watched it mm. maybe just the third because like one of the times it was kind of just on uh, you know what i mean like yeah. maybe here probably just here. like in the background that makes sense um but yeah so really like the third time that i've watched it like start to finish okay fine whatever i think i liked it a lot more the first viewing mm. and then like the more other times that i've seen it i'm just like there's a lot of similarities to some of his other movies mm-hmm. that just make it seem kind of like thrown together i don't know hmm interesting and this one was crowdfunded so it's like shot in 20 days i think yeah Hmm. interesting we'll get into it that's fine i'm gonna have to throw you out of the house that's fine our characters we got charlie played by none other than sherry moon zombie doomhead played by richard brake do you like doomhead or do you think he's obnoxious i do like doomhead i love doomhead yes i find him extremely creepy very i think there's probably people out there like him i find a lot of this cast pretty creepy even like the main characters yeah. Yeah. What about like, never mind, we'll get to it. Okay. okay. Roscoe, played by Jeff Daniel Phillips, soon to be Herman Munster. Yes. His laugh in this was a very Herman Munsterish. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, that's where that came from. Panda, played by Lawrence Hilton Jacobs. Levon, is that how you say that? Levon. Levon, we'll go with that. Kevin Jackson and Venus, played by none other than Meg Foster. So you like the cast. I do. I like the cast as well. Mm-hmm. The beginning of this feels very Texas Chainsaw to me, where very. they're in like the van and but but maybe a little more humorous than the Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, I think I felt it throughout like a lot of it, mm-hmm. like especially at the end. Mm. I was like, oh wow, this is like almost a direct like copy kind of copy. How dare you? It was. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but. You know. Same with the ending of it. The em- end of this is also very similar to uh, Corpses. The girl's yes. walking down the road yep. and Spalding pulls up at the end. Mm-hmm. Little different. A little, little different, but we'll talk about bit. it. Director Rob Zombie, writer Rob Zombie. Jess, do you want to read the synopsis? Five carnival workers are kidnapped and held hostage in an abandoned hellish compound where they are forced to participate in a violent game, the goal of which is to survive 12 hours against a gang of sadistic clowns. Bum, bum, bum. Doomhead is not a clown. I ain't a fucking clown. Is that what he says? Yeah. I ain't no fucking clown. Ain't no fucking clown. Scene one, meet Doomhead. Doomhead walks down a dimly lit hallway, introducing himself, letting someone know he's not a clown. Someone pays him a lot of money just to kill people. The man in front of him is tied up and looks terrified. He asks where his wife is. Doomhead lets him know two clowns he knows took a liking to her. He tells him that (laughs) that in hell, everybody loves popcorn and kills him with a doll axe, which would be excruciating. Cut to homemade footage of our main characters, Charlie, Roscoe, Panda, Venus, and... 
how do you say that? Levon? Levon. I'm going to ask you every time. <laughs> traveling in a van. It's October 31st, 1976. The group are traveling in a camper, arguing amongst themselves. While Charlie's smoking weed with Panda, Roscoe walks in on Levon, banging a gal in the back. They stop to get gas. Charlie flirts with an old pervert at the gas station. Roscoe gets upset. Venus appears to be grooming a couple of gals, and a girl walks up to Roscoe, very interested in if they have any guns on board. They drive on, now nighttime. They're stopped due to a scarecrow-looking roadblock, a bunch of them, actually, that's blocking the road. When they get out to clear the road, they are attacked by masked men who steal their van and kidnap the group. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum. All right, let's start with Doomhead, because this is the scene that kicks off the whole movie. Did you like that they started the movie like this? I did. I actually like the opening scene. Me too, a mm. lot. I think Richard Brake does great. He does. He's very freaking creepy, like psychopath. Yes. Do you th- I think that that, that that could be a person. Yes. Oh, it is a person, for sure. <sighs> the makeup on, like, punching himself and shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that opening. It's it's very, very, it's kind of gross. It is gross because it's like he's got like blood in his mouth. Like his teeth always just look black, but it's yes. black. It's because it's black and white and it's obviously blood like right. in his mouth. But yeah, it's fucking creepy. Well, I think they purposely in all of his movies like focus on his teeth because his teeth are not pretty. Yeah. He's not the guy at the bar you'd be picking up because you're a teeth gal. <laughs> right? right? You're going to see yes. that and be like, oh. No. Yeah. No, no. I'd, I'd be against that. And then that. you may see the guy a couple bar seats down, the, the white beard, the choke guy that yeah. you're probably looking for. Uh-huh. If you remember our conversation on the last episode. Yes. Um, I agree. I like the opening uh, scene of this movie a lot. I think it's creepy. I think the downside to it is, is it's so good that once the rest of the movie like kind of kicks in, it's kind of slow at first. Yeah, very. Yeah. So I think it's like 27 or 28 minutes before they get kidnapped. Yeah. And then you have that five-minute scene with, with Doomhead or whatever. So, yeah, you got like 15, 20 minutes of just... But I think they're trying... He's trying to like build character development. Right. One other... Compl- it's like I'm bitching by you. When you see my rating, you're going to know that I love this movie. But like I feel like there's too many characters. There is. It's a lot to like kind of keep track of. Yes. Or care about. Uh-huh. And I don't know, like the beginning part where they're all together is like annoying to me kind of like, Mm -hmm. like they're trying to be funny and stuff. And I'm like, this isn't, they're not even really funny. Mm -hmm. Like they're just laughing and kind of being like annoying. They're obnoxious. Yes. Right. I think the, the, I agree with you because I also found them really obnoxious, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if they're like, they're trying to play into this like carny angle. this like carnival angle. Yeah. Like that's what they're, they're all kind of like quirky maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I agree. They're somewhat annoying. Even I found even found uh, Roscoe annoying, which I like Jeff Daniel Phillips a lot. Yeah, but I thought he was great in Lords of Salem. But in this, I was like, uh, I think he's better towards the end of the movie. Agreed. Like it's like he does a shift or something. Yes, which I haven't noted later. I'll just talk, we just talk about it now. I think that they again there were too many characters but they tried to build like you could tell that roscoe has a thing for charlie because mm-hmm. like she's flirting with panda but he's like you could tell that he doesn't like it and then the guy at the gas station's hitting on her and he's like watching over her yeah. so it's a, and then later in the movie when he thinks he finds her and it's not her he's like relieved and starts laughing um but i don't know that they did like i feel like they he for me at least like if they'd focused on like that relationship or 
Like, do we need the Levon guy banging the bra in the back? Like, it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I do though like that Rob Zombie doesn't put like uh, your normal stereotypical model esque women in mm-hmm. like sex scenes. Yeah, he goes for more like real, yeah, like style stuff. But yeah, Levon, what a pervert. Levon. <laughs> yeah, but I think they could have cut some of that stuff out and focused more on like the Roscoe Charlie thing because I think that would have built up like you would have cared about those two characters mm-hmm. more maybe. Probably. But yeah, that's probably my main complaint on the movie. Yeah. Roscoe, stupid. Girl walks up to him at the gas station. She's clearly trying to figure out how many guns they have. Yeah. Are you going hunting? Yeah. We only got one old shitty shotgun and it holds the door open. Sex head, right? That's yes, that's that her. She's the voice for uh, Tommy Pickles. On she Rugrats. is? Yeah. Did you look it up or did you hear it and you were like, oh my God, that's Tommy no, Pickles? No, I like had heard it like a while ago. Really? Yeah. It's that and um, also one of the voices for the Powerpuff Girls, Buttercup, I think. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I never would have guessed that. I'm going to have to go back and listen now. I didn't notice her sounding like that. But yeah, mm. I had heard it like a while back that hmm. she was the voice for that. I was like, oh. Because I've want to. i never watched it with the director's commentary on. I was going to do it this time, but I just had it on in the background because mm. I've seen this movie so many freaking times. Yeah. Um, But I want to watch it with, I wonder if he talks about it. Cause I she, know. I mean, her voice is annoying. Like I shouldn't say annoying. It's, it's, I didn't like it. I didn't like her at all. So I, she yeah. reminded me of somebody that would walk up to you at a gas station that's on crack. Yeah, yeah, like a crack. Like can I have a dollar? Yeah, or, like fucking trying to ask you for a cigarette or something. But doesn't she say she would? <laughs> We're at the fucking la- the laundromat late. I ever tell you about that? We roll up to a kid's birthday party at the um the dehumidifier is going off. We roll up to a kid's birthday party at the ice skating rink. And like, before we can even get out of the car, this lady's tapping on the glass. She needed some quarters. You did tell me about that. I was like, and you were like, no, no. Like, I was like, Abby, do we move? Do we like park somewhere else? She's like, just get out of the car. Like, (laughs) Oh no. That's what I should have said. That's what I should have said. But, (laughs) <laughs> yeah so clearly she's trying to figure out how many guns they have but then they like this is just a series these people are not smart no like they pull up to all these uh scare with those scarecrows that's what it looked like that that's what it looked like to me which is very reminiscent of the, the people hanging up in house with thousand corpses when they tried mm-hmm. to leave the house yeah yeah rob zombie has a few uh it's <laughs> plagiarizing himself he is like yeah it's like there's a trend in all his movies and it kind of follows the same like line of mm-hmm. events. He's like, I have to kidnap these people. How do I do it? Uh, scarecrow Scare- roadblocks. Scarecrows. Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, Rob Zombie. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Oh, He's got a thing for him. Clowns and scarecrows. Yeah. And Sherry Moon. And, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Big I time. If he ever casts like somebody else in a leading role in his movie, we might be worried. Yeah. Like, really he, though are these two on the rocks <laughs> the, she's finally retired yeah no definitely not me neither anything else about the opening scene you want to talk about no right. scene two welcome to 31 we see the group chained up in a large cathedral as a group dressed in old royalty clothing talk over are they on microphones or are they just yelling off the balcony <laughs> i think that they had like ear mics or something on okay because it was like they're like talking like in a normal pitch but it's really loud so i was like yeah. is there a microphone Do they have a sound <laughs> system in this place uh they explained they are going to play the game 31 
All they have to do is survive for 12 hours in the course. They rattle off each contestant's odds of winning and then introduce Sickhead, a little person dressed up like Hitler speaking Spanish, screaming at them, saying, Happy Halloween. Cut to a siren going off, the group waking up in different areas of a big, leaky building, and Sickhead laughing as he walks through the factory-like building. I think they call it a compound. Mm -hmm. Roscoe and Panda find each other first. Um, as we see all the others are waking up in different rooms, uh, Roscoe and Panda find, it looks like a, that's probably little Hitler's room there. He's got like a, a shrine of Nazi signs. And this is where they find two dead girls. Roscoe starts laughing and like in relief because it isn't Charlie. He thought that she was dead. We cut to Charlie holding a baseball bat in a disgusting restroom stall, which is lined with pictures of previous victims. Sickhead walks in chanting a trick or treat song. Suddenly he appears at the bottom of the stall, scaring Charlie. The door flies open, but it's Levon telling her they need to leave. Sickhead jumps on his back, stabbing him. Levon throws him off. Charlie hits him in the face with a baseball bat, just stunning him for a second. He hops back up, tricking Charlie into another part of the building, going back in to kill Levon. Poor Levon. Yeah, he gets it rough, dude. He does. Poor guy. He's just trying to help. He is. Well, what are you going to do? trying to be there for him. A couple things. I've seen a lot of people complaining online like they are prone to do. They don't understand why the movie is called 31. Why is the game 31? It clearly takes place on Halloween, October 31st. Right. I'm assuming these elitists, I'm assuming they're elite. I'm just going to call them that. They do this every year mm-hmm. on the 31st. This right. is their Halloween ritual. Right. That's why the movie is called 31. Yeah. Okay. It's only 12 hours. Why isn't it called 12. They have to be in there for 12 hours. It's like, guys, come on. They didn't know. It's okay. Now they know. Now they know. 31, Halloween. October Halloween. 31st. Duh. 31. <laughs> 31. 30 freaking one. <sighs> okay, I'm not going to lie. I think it's hilarious this little guy was dressed up like Hitler and then was speaking <laughs> Spanish. It was very funny. I thought so. It would like really throw you off, right? Like it, you'd oh, yeah. already be afraid, but then you're like, why is this guy like speaking Spanish? Yeah. And then at one point, Charlie's like speaking it back to him. <laughs> yeah, she is. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, did I turn the, uh, <laughs> it, like the subtitles off or whatever? You switched the language of the movie? Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? I was like legit confused about it for a second. I didn't remember seeing that before. Dude, I walked into Charlotte's room once and I don't remember which Toy Story she was watching, but it was the one where Buzz's settings get changed and he speaks in French or something. Oh, yeah. And I thought she had the TV. She was like, Dad, this TV's messed up. I'm like, what? She was like, Buzz is talking in a different language. I can't understand him. I'm like, oh, shit. So I get it out and it's like, it's on English. The subtitles are on English. Everything's on. I'm like, I don't know. Oh, my God. So we just kept watching and then like he was talking in like, I think it's French or German or something. And then the other characters are talking in another language and I'm like... I don't know what is going on. So like, I call Abby up and she's like, you're joking. I'm like, no, this TV's fucked up. She was like, Josh, that's part of the movie. His settings get changed. I was like, oh, <laughs> just kidding. It happens. It happens to the best of us. But, so you had to go in and you were like, why ain't they talking in English? Oh, hi. What is going on? <laughs> Dude, what would your strategy be if you were in this game? I don't know. I'd, I'd fucking go hide somewhere. I would do the same. You only have to last like 12 hours is a long time. I also think they do a good job in this of telling you what the hours are. Mm-hmm. Cause like they don't like come out. There's like a timestamp that says bum, bum, bum. Right. Three hours left. Like, but you, they, 
in their conversations, they say how much time has passed. Um, I think that's, that's good because it, there's other complaints that I've seen about how like fast the time frame is moving, but really it's not because they'll say, mm-hmm. Oh, it's been three hours and 45 minutes. Right. But I would, I'm with you. I would find somewhere and try to hide. I just feel like they, once they're up and around, that's when they get caught every single time. I fuck. They go looking for, which I guess you don't really know. They're real. Like we know because we've seen it before that they're they will let them out at the end. Mm-hmm. But maybe they think that they're not going to let them out, so they're like, That's we have true. to try to find a way out of here. Yeah. I guess I could see that point too. I guess so. Or just trying to get back to each other since they were all like you know right. separated or whatever. If that group kidnapped the three of us, they would be so screwed because <laughs> they don't know how good at hide and seek we are. Yeah. No shit. Right. Like they would never find us. <laughs> Never. Not ever. They'd be screwed. Yeah, oh, for sure. Plus, I'm like a low-key like psychopath. So like, I would get yeah. in there and be excited. I'd be like, yes, who is next? You'd dude? be just like Beam said, like punching yourself in the face. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what would you guys do? That was a terrible Doomhead impression. What would you guys do if we're in this compound, right? And I'm like, that's what I've been waiting for. And I like pull out a little makeup case. And I just start like makeup in the face. <laughs> like, and I'm like, poof, 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 right? And I got blood running. I got these two little knives they gave them some shitty weapons too oh yeah like she had that crappy baseball bat Mm -hmm. did one guy have a tire iron i think so did anybody have a knife i don't think so no it's bullshit nope i don't like it at all uh this is where i had the note that i was getting the charlie and uh roscoe vibes obviously he was very Mm -hmm. uh happy that wasn't her that was yeah was sick but then i feel bad for levon because i feel like charlie hit uh the little guy what's his name Sickhead. Sickhead. She hits Sickhead and like knocks him out briefly. Mm-hmm. Like she should have just kept hitting him. Yeah. And then she like backs up out of the room and leaves Levon in there to just get it. I know. You gonna learn today? You gonna learn today, Levon? Levon. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I just like how you say leave leave on. I, I really want to put emphasis on the e because I think it's. I said Levon at first, and you're like, no, it's Levon. I'm like, okay, Levon. I only say that because it's like an Elton John song and it's called Leave On. I don't like Elton John. Well. I'm just kidding. I've actually, I don't, I know like Rocket Man. That's about the only Elton John song I know. Oh. Rocket Man. That's the only, that's actually the only part of the song <laughs> Rocket the Man I that I know. Wow. That's it. That's impressive. What do you think of Sherry Moon's acting in this movie? Not a fan. You don't like it? It's probably one of the worst mm. for me. Really? Yeah. I don't Why do you know. say that? It's just very like feels forced or something. I don't know. Like I had several notes about it. Like I was like, it just seems like she's reading right off of a teleprompter or something. Mm. I don't know. I don't get that vibe from her in a lot of the other movies, but I don't know. It's like she was had to dial her crazy down too much. From being baby Firefly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's instances in this movie where she like jumps into that character though. Don't you? A few in- times. Yeah. And then it's like, it's almost like sometimes she catches herself doing it and then dials it back down. Yeah. Like at the uh, convenience store at the beginning, she's very, very baby firefly in that. Mm-hmm. So she gets out and she's flirting with the guy. Yeah. Again, I think it's a product of not having enough backstory on these characters. Because yeah. she, in my opinion, I don't, I've never read this or anything, but I feel like she's going through something. Mm-hmm. Because Roscoe asks her something at the, con- the, the, the gas station and she's like, yes, I'm fine. So I don't like. I feel like she's like going through something, and that's why like this crazy part of her is coming out. Mm. But we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Plus, they kind of make her look similar 
ish. Yeah. She's got shorter hair, but it's still like the same. Right. You know, I don't know. Yeah, she's very uh, baby in certain scenes. And in other scenes, she's like not. So it's like, that's kind of weird. So she's like multiple personality in this movie. Yeah. I don't mind it because I'm biased. Yeah. So I know. what can, how dare you? <laughs> wow. Hmm. We all know. Yeah, I Not know. just me. I can't help it. I can't help it. Scene three, Charlie in a cage. Sickhead finds Charlie hiding in a metal locker, pulling her pulling her out by her feet. Roscoe and Panda hear her screaming and come running, but it is Venus who saves Charlie, impaling Sickhead with... What did she have? Was that like a shovel or an axe or something? It looked like it was like an axe. Uh, maybe she had Doomhead's axe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Charlie stabs Sickhead several times and then hits him in the face with a bat. The group now together find Levon, who dies in Panda's arms. Cut to the elites discussing the first uh, kill coming way too quickly this year, hoping for a better show. As the group continue through the game, they happen upon a table full of delicious-looking food. Roscoe thinks it's laced with rat poisoning. Panda's too hungry not to eat, telling them they need their energy and they better eat up. Roscoe sits down to eat, asking if they remember the church group that went missing last year. Charlie tells them they need better weapons. She also notices that the table is see-through, moving food off the table to see Levon dead and gutted inside the table. Insinuating, insinuating, better, they may be eating their friend. Just then, a door opens, circus music starts to play, and two hillbillies dressed like clowns come out with chainsaws, letting them know it's their turn now. So when this is where I have that Charlie channels her inner baby Firefly in the scene. When she goes nuts yeah. on this guy. She gets fucking pissed. And you see <laughs> Venus's face. She's like, whoa. Yeah. Like, where is this coming from? Yeah. Which also Venus is like a badass. Yeah. I feel like she saves the day multiple times. Like just comes out of nowhere. She does. She's sneaky mean. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is. I hope that I would be her in this situation because she like fucking saves people. Yeah. Or just hide and don't. Then maybe she would have lived. That's true. She did save her friends though. She did. I think we're also supposed to get the feeling that this is like a family. Yeah. And you kind of see that with it, like the clip that they show, like at the end and like in the beginning, yeah. they're like having a good time or whatever. Right. And, yeah. That's the vibe I get. Yeah. Because Roscoe wants to do like a different show or something at the carnival and he wants Charlie to be like the star of it. And mm -hmm. Venus gets upset because I think Charlie is like her yeah. person. So I don't know. There's like, again, there's something weird going on with Charlie. I feel like we don't have enough backstory on her. Yeah. Especially when she like snaps and like starts stabbing this guy that's coming after her and Venus looks yeah. like concerned. Mm -hmm. Like, oh boy. Yeah. I don't know. Or she's just traumatized from, like you said, something else and it's feeding into this. Yeah, for sure. I think that's what it is. I wish we knew. Like I said, yeah. I'm going to list, I'm going to watch it with the commentary on to see if maybe he talks about i feel like she's like going through some shit like maybe yeah. she got like assaulted or attacked by mm -hmm. somebody yeah because she does i don't know why but she seems more freaked out when she's being like follow or like when she, he comes into the bathroom and stuff right. like she just seemed way more freaked out than like anybody else yeah in those types of situations like she has ptsd or something yeah. from something that happened mm -hmm. so maybe that's that's maybe. it so you already know this, but so Rob Zombie, his family, when he was a kid, worked at carnivals. Mm -hmm. Do you think that these characters are based off of people that he may or may not have met or known? More than likely, because I feel like he usually always talks about how he draws from his childhood or mm -hmm. his youth, like, in most everything that he does. I wonder, too, if these are people that he had, like, seen or remember or... 
people that like his parents have talked about later. I'm sure. I'm sure he's exaggerated on some of the personalities right. and whatnot. But yeah, I guarantee that's like what he was going for with it. Hmm. Another complaint. People are not going to be used to me complaining about things in Rob Zombie movies, but this table scene. Mm. This is where, though, and I'll give him props. This is where he, they say that it's three hours later. Yeah. Because you have to think, like, when they cut this movie, Levon dies right. in Panda's arms, and then all of a sudden they come upon this table, yes. and then he's in the table. And I did think that that was very confusing the first time I watched it. I was like, what the fuck? Right. How did they not know, or how, like, what? happened here right so it's three hours after the attack from sickhead yeah no i don't think they're actually eating him i think that the people because they make a comment over the intercom about kidney pie or yeah something about organs Mm -hmm. and when he's in the table i think those organs are cut out of him and that's what you're supposed to realize there i don't think they're actually eating him i don't know how they would have that i would argue is how are you gonna cut this guy and cook his i don't know because yeah they were eating it like it tasted great right you know what I mean? that that was my only thing i'm like how do they not know unless they're just really that hungry that they're like well fuck that was the other thing i was like yeah it's three hours later but i don't know when the last time these people ate was but like it's yeah. or would they be that hung? i feel like i would be more concerned getting out of there than eating i would too i don't know but really, it's only Panda that's kind of the one that's like, oh, we got to eat. That's true. Because <laughs> Venus doesn't eat. Charlie right. doesn't eat. And then he talks Roscoe into eating, mm-hmm. which I don't know that Roscoe really wanted. He's, yeah, I think he gave into peer pressure. And then he really fucking threw up everything. Yeah. See, so. I don't think that they're eating their friend. I think that they put him in there and them to mess with them, right. make them think they're eating their friend. Because if it tasted good, dude, I would just be like, you know what? There's no way they harvested this guy, <laughs> cut him up, cleaned him up, got it cooked, and it tastes this good, Jess. There's no way they're trying to trick us. Let's finish. <laughs> You're like, this is like Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. Like, this is Texas Roadhouse takeout's bad, too, so it may be better than Texas Roadhouse Maybe. at that point. Yeah, that's possible. I would have been on the same wavelength as Roscoe, though. I would have been like, I, this is po- has rat poison. There's no way I'm going to mm-hmm. eat this. But Yeah, mm. fuck that. I love these hillbillies with the chainsaws. They may be my favorite characters next S- to Doomhead. Psycho and Schizo, right? Schizo and Psycho. Yeah, I think that's their names. Yeah. The one looks like Bill Mosley, but it's not. Yeah, I remember- and they're creepy because it's like, it, it still shows their whole face and yes. it just goes like up over their ears or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, I liked that. Do you think that was like skin they were wearing? It kind of looked like it. I thought so too. It was very like thin and like you could just see like the line and it like yeah. went around their ear. I was like, that's fucking creepy. And of course they had these like <laughs> little like pom-pom hair uh-huh. going on. It was funny. Oh, dude, that's great. Two of, two of my favorites, but <laughs> scene four, let the clowns play too. The carnival theme room, the group, uh, they enter a carnival theme room and they hear a noise thinking they heard it from the blow up doll tied to the floor. However, the group realizes this isn't a blow-up doll and it's an actual person that these clowns have been torturing. The woman says her name is Georgina, which is the man from the beginning's wife. So this is the guy. So they've had her for a whole year? Yeah. Wow, they really did take a liking to her. Yeah, they sure did. Roscoe and V... I I have a question. Doesn't that mean she theoretically won the game? Yeah. Because they didn't kill her. Unless... Because she didn't get to a certain point? I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. Interesting. I think we just found a plot hole in this movie. Yeah. yeah Unless maybe she, she never left the compound. They kept her there, maybe. 
must have been i don't know interesting Roscoe and Venus try to untie the girl, but the wires are stuck inside of her skin again, insinuating she's been there for a long time, causing them to get locked in the room. Meanwhile, Panda and Charlie fight the psycho uh, head clown with, while Roscoe and Venus fight Schizo after he cuts Georgina in half, which was oof, real gross. Seth yeah. would have loved that. Schizo cuts Roscoe on the arm. Roscoe kicks him in the leg, causing him to drop his chainsaw. He falls onto the saw, and Venus jumps on top of him as the saw cuts through his stomach. Meanwhile, Charlie and Panda get the best of Psycho Head, who pleads with them, telling them that they're just pawns in the game. They don't want to be here. Panda cuts his head off anyway with the chainsaw, shooting blood all over himself and Charlie. We see the elites saying it's been seven hours and they need to recalculate the odds. Charlie doctors up Roscoe and the elites announce the new odds and advise that sex and death are on their way. This is probably my favorite scene in the movie, this clown mm. clown maze scene. I don't know if it's a maze, but... I like the schizo head character the best. He reminds me of Bill Mosley. Yeah, which he, I see it that. really it really reminds me of um, Otis. Mm-hmm. I could see that being a, even when he's dying, yeah. he's like, "You can't kill me." <laughs> uh, do you think that these that's true that they don't want to be there that they're like maybe they're indebted to these people or? Kind of seems like that. I think so. I never caught it until this watch, but like that guy says that, and then the girl from earlier, what's her name? Sexhead. Sexhead. She tells Roscoe that she's high. She's like, oh, I'm so high. And then like the camera, so that scene drives by my least favorite scene in any Rob Zombie movie is that camera scene where yeah. it's shaking and you can't see what's going on. But I wonder if it's supposed to be like rel- relating to the fact that she's like, that's how she's seeing it. Cause she, cause she looks pretty, like I said, she looks like oh, a crackhead yeah, for to sure. go through the gas station. And so does the guy that's with her, like whoever her counterpart is. What the fuck is his name? Death. Death head. Yeah. So, yeah, probably they are. Or they're giving them drugs or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I I wonder if that's the case. Like if these people are like indebted to them or they're drugging. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It'd be interesting to know. Yeah. When Death had like, because he's wearing kind of like a mask or whatever. Yes. And then when he takes it off, his face is like all scarred up yes. and like fucked up looking. So, so was uh, Schizo's. He's got like, mm-hmm. he's also, his face is also pretty scarred up. Or maybe they just got fucked up over time doing from these doing games, that could be, and they've got like I don't know. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Maybe that's supposed to show how many of these they've done. Maybe so. Interesting. I also wonder though if Venus had really jumped like the whole time she was on top of him. I'm like, get off of him, get off of him. Saul's gonna go through and cut you. Yeah. But it didn't. It did not. There you go. There's her being a badass again. She is. She's a total badass. She definitely is. Mm-hmm. Meg Foster. So those eyes. Those eyes are like piercing they are they mm-hmm. would scare me i'd be like i'm sorry ma'am yeah. i don't want any trouble you can have my chainsaw <laughs> but i do like that that's probably my favorite scene in the movie anything okay. you want to say about that scene um i i was just gonna complain go ahead <laughs> complain away um the, the one part where the camera like stills on charlie mm-hmm. i hate that i hate when it just is the are those like stop scenes. Did you notice that? I didn't. Where like sh- it's it's so like eighties like sitcom or something, like it like it'll just be the regular scene and all of a sudden it's like it stops oh. on her or whatever and like it's a still scene and, and then, then it, it cuts? like cuts into the next scene. Yeah. Yes. I hate that. He does that a lot. It like makes, in in all of his movies, I feel like he does. 
That's one thing I don't like. It makes it seem so like cheap or something yeah. to me, like low budget. I don't know. I wonder if he does it because he was so into like TV series as a kid. I think it is. I do. I think that a lot of his like filming style comes from that. But yeah, I just hate that. Uh, it just makes it seem like not a legit like movie to me yeah. or something when he does that. It looks like I was down here editing it. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's like like it's just like choppy kind mm. of. I don't know. But it does break up the flow of the movie when it does that. Yeah. I don't like it. Hmm. I don't know if that's ever bothered me. I'll have to, maybe now you may have ruined it for me. Like I'll pay attention to it now, but it, before it never bothered me. It really freaking bothered me. Interesting. <laughs> this time. Like, you and hated I'll, it. I'll probably, like you said, I'll probably notice it more now. I hope you yeah. didn't ruin Rob Zombie movies for me, Jess. I hope not, too. Anything else you want to complain about? No, that was it. Scene five, a familiar face appears. A large man named Death and a small woman named Sex, singing in German, enter the building, the compound. The large man dressed, he's a, is he a ballerina or a cheerleader? Kind of looks like a cheerleader. That's what I thought. Then I'm like, maybe he's a ballerina. Uh, and he's dressed that way. The small woman looking oddly familiar, like the woman from the gas station earlier that was questioning Roscoe. She reminds me, she kind of is dressed like Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Panda puts together a plan to take the two out. Charlie and Venus distract Death while Panda attacks. Before Death can kill Panda, Charlie and Venus run out to help. Roscoe decides to not stay put, even though he's injured, and the little lady named Sex Head finds him. She knocks him down, stabbing him multiple times before Charlie pulls her off of him. Meanwhile, Death is able to use his nail-ridden baseball bat on Panda's stomach twice. Charlie shows up holding the woman hostage, which makes the man stop from smashing Panda with this bat. Venus kills the man. Again, dude, Venus is a badass, dude. She's killing everybody. We see the elites looking worried as time is running out. They rattle off their current options, ultimately agreeing on Doomhead, whom we saw at the beginning of the movie. They call Doomhead, interrupting his intercourse with a woman. He negotiates his fee, and then he says he'll be there in 90 minutes. That was a weird scene, dude. He is crushing that. I fucking love this scene. (laughs) Of Doomhead? (laughs) Yeah, because it's so funny. Dude, she she's like, can I at least take a shower? And he says, take that stinking ass and hit the bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop it because I was fucking laughing. I was like, I'm, I'm trying to still take notes here, but like I had to stop. Yeah. I had to freaking pause it. Dude, she was just as big of a freak as he was because he was like oh, pounding yeah. it from the back. And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah. And then the phone rings. She's like, don't stop now. <laughs> yeah and then he's like i gotta go and she's like what am i gonna do and he's just like i don't give a fuck he's like stick your finger in that dripping twat (laughs) 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 she was pissed she i mean wouldn't you be like she was really into it can i at least take a shower Looked like they were in a basement somewhere. It was looking fucking gross. (laughs) (laughs) Take that stinking ass and hit the bricks, dude. Oh lord. This is where I have the note about Venus looking disappointed in Charlie, but I don't remember what she did. Mm, I don't know because I thought, I mean, they had to kill those two. I know. So it couldn't have been that. I don't remember. She like makes a weird like face at her, but this shaky camera of Roscoe sex heads is, is drives me crazy. It's just so freaking shaky. She did kind of look at her and was like, what are you going to do? And then she like slit her throat, right? Is that what she That's said to her? That's it. Yes, because they kill. Uh, 
death head. Death head. Yeah. And then she has the girl sex head, and sh- then she yes. Slits her throat. Like, what are we gonna do with her? And then Charlie kills her. Yeah. And she looks like upset by it. Like, I don't oh, know if she's upset she killed her. I think she's worried that like Charlie is like like it's gonna fuck her up more. Or yes. Something. Okay. But again, we don't have enough backstory on these characters right. to know. But yes, that is the scene. You're correct. Way to bail me out. But then it's like maybe I wonder if he cut some stuff because he had to like maybe. shorten it up. Well, I know it's in the fun facts with Seth section that I printed off. Hopefully, I printed it oh, off. Okay. But I think he taught. He doesn't talk about it. it. Talks about how he it got. It had to be re-edited twice to make rated R. So it was NC seventeen. Uh, so I would imagine there probably is stuff cut out of it. Yeah. So maybe that was why, but it's art. It's an hour and forty five minutes. I don't know how much more yeah. I can think of a handful of stuff that could be taken out to add more. Yeah, backstory on the characters. Same, but again, I agree. I think that if we had that context, it would make mm-hmm. make more sense. I don't know if context is the right word, but I'm gonna run with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking Kool Aid Man, dude. <laughs> Scene six, I'm not crazy, I'm in control. Doomhead arrives at the facility, is prepped that he has 4.5 hours remaining. He puts on the, his white face paint, punches himself in the face to get pumped up, and says murder school is now in session. Cut to Venus having a nightmare that the chainsaw clowns have captured her and Charlie. She wakes up in Roscoe's arm. She's upset that he didn't stop Charlie from going out searching by herself. We see the elites putting in their final bets on who will last the longest. One looking very nervous that Doomhead will not finish the job, but he's never failed them before. Doomhead finds Venus first killing her very easily. Charlie and Roscoe limp through the facility, finding Venus dead and chained up. They're notified there is three hours and 40 minutes remaining. Oh, how time flies. Doomhead is standing on a balcony behind them, letting them know he'll give them a moment to mourn their fallen comrade. The doors to the outside world are officially open. Feel free to wander the grounds. Charlie and Roscoe make it outside, but Roscoe can barely walk. They realize it's a dead end. They find a sewer lid. Roscoe makes Charlie go down because he cannot climb because he's so injured. He closes her in just as Doomhead arrives. Roscoe yells profanities at Doomhead, causing him to run at him with his knives killing Roscoe very easily. Again, I have a couple things here. Venus, I feel like they did her dirty. Like she killed all these people and they just gave her this real quick, which I actually, that was pretty gruesome. He stabs her in the stomach, guts her. Turn. So, okay, yeah. I take that back. I don't feel bad. I think she got a decent death. And he was so harsh about it. Like basically like, oh, why would I, you know, give you a break or whatever you know mm-hmm. this isn't a fucking yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so something about a unicorn <laughs> i'm not a unicorn he... shit in rainbows <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's kind of tragic that was i was getting really i changed my mind in like five seconds i was didn't even get it all out and i was like they really didn't didn't give her a ju- like a great death but actually they did yeah it's probably one of the more gruesome ones it's fucked up because you kind of you see her face like her mm. facial expression the whole time yeah. it's happening all right i take it back yeah. No, Roscoe does not get a great death. He just like Doomhead just runs at him and stabs mm-hmm. him and he's dead. But he was already like probably not going to make it. Yeah. He was pretty rough. And then you see him like sacrifice himself to save Charlie. Yeah. Again, more uh, backstory probably would have been made us feel bad. I didn't feel bad for Roscoe at all. Cause I, as a Sherry Moon fan, I'm like, yeah, get her, get Charlie out of here. Yeah. But was, eh. Roscoe, eh. <laughs> I, I like that part because she was like, I'm not leaving you. And he's like, get the fuck in there. <laughs> Get the fuck in there now. Like, stop. Well, she probably wouldn't have left him. I'm sure not. Like, yeah. She didn't look like she was going to. Yeah. He, like, had to push her in there. Yeah, like, he did. Get the I, fuck in there. That's what I was getting ready to say. I feel like he had to force her into the tube and, yeah. like, shut it so she couldn't get back out. Yeah. 
Hmm. Interesting. Well, I had a comment. I remember what it was. Oh, do you think Doomhead is like an ex-soldier uh, or like an ex-military person? Possibly. I think so because he talks about war and he talks about uh, soldiers and comrades. He, he makes a lot of references to that. Probably. So I'm like, I wonder if he's like also maybe has like PTSD or something from being in like war or something Mm -hmm. to that. Again, we don't know, but. I could see it. Hmm. I could see that being the thing. I just gathered that. Again, this watch, I'm like, he makes a lot of mentions to Mm -hmm. soldiers and I think he even quotes like generals. Probably. Like, yeah, some of the stuff he says, it does seem like it's, yeah, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. It's possible. Also, I'm starting to realize as I'm saying this, these timelines are kind of not adding up. So I feel like they were three hours in at the food table. Then they were seven hours left for Doomhead. But he's going to take him 90 minutes to get there. So that's another hour. And that's eight and a half hours. What's 12 minus eight and a half, three and a half. So he mm-hmm. said there's four hours left. Or he said there was three hours. Maybe it was spot on. I don't know. I think it was three hours. Damn, left. my math is, is fucking great. It is. I should be a mathematician. <laughs> Scene seven, Charlie and the outside world. Charlie exits the sewer into a large drain pipe, finding her way out into the sun, screaming in relief. She wanders a gravel road, bloody, limping, and eventually finding an abandoned house. Inside the house, she sees the weird puppet she saw earlier at the gas station, realizing she's probably in trouble. Doomhead appears behind her, punching her in the mouth or in the nose, knocking her down. He uh, he gives a big doomhead speech, lights a cigar, and Charlie starts laughing at him, asking him if he thinks she really gives a fuck about what he has to say. He gets in her face, tells her to look into the eyes of a true champion, and begins to choke her. He stops, telling her to catch her breath, pulling out his knives, asking if she sh- if they should do it Whitechapel style, telling her he respects her, but it's time to die. He goes to stab her, but just then a siren goes off, and the elites announce it's time to drop your weapons. Doomhead calls her lucky as he stands up and leaves the house leaving Charlie laying on the ground in on the floor in front of the puppet show with carnival music playing. Uh, then we see the elites talking, saying that it's unthinkable that this has happened. They actually have a winner. He's not sure what they'll do with her yet. He'll have to get back on that one. We see them undress back to their modern-day clothes and leave the compound. Who do you think these people are? I have no idea. Like, are they just supposed to be... Like rich folk, rich folk, rich folk. Uh, probably. I mean, I don't know. I'm probably like high up, like people, like fucking police officers and like governors and shit like that. Mm. Like you think they're like politicians? Yeah, I bet they are. They're the elites. I think I nailed it with the elitists. Yeah, but it's like that movie, The Hunt. Have you watched that? Where it's a bunch of rich people mm-hmm. and then they just hunt people. Yeah. Interesting. Look at the amount of people that go missing though. Like this could realistically be a thing people are yeah. doing. If they just bought this like old compound out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. This could feasibly happen. Oh yeah. If you had enough money, you can make anything happen. Then you find a bunch of druggies and people that are willing to kill for you. Mm-hmm. In a sense, you could say that they're regulating the killing. So really maybe they're helping people. That's true. It's like the purge. Kind we of. should do this. We should start like a little thing. We could, oh, you, God. me and Seth will dress up like this. Yeah. Take odds and bets. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that at all. I Super do like lot. Charlie in the last scene where she goes right back at Doomhead. 
Which like I'm she's the, ready to fight. Like she's ready to like. Think, I think she's just done. She's like, would you just kill me already? Yeah. Like I don't want to listen to your big stupid speech and watch you smoke <laughs> your cigar and like, okay, you got me. Like just get it over with. Yeah, it's like she's like, you think I give a fuck or whatever? So something like that. He screwed the pooch though. Did he had it in the bag? All he had to do was kill her, and he like just kept messing around, playing mm-hmm. with this food, playing with this food. Yeah. Not good. Hmm. All right, here's your favorite scene. Scene eight, the final scene. Cut to Charlie walking bloodily down a middle of nowhere road. A van approaches, blaring Dream On by Aerosmith. Doomhead gets out of the van, walks slowly behind Charlie. The camera zooms in on her eyes. She turns around slowly as we see Doomhead smile. He pulls out his knives, drooling while smiling. The two of them stare at each other. The camera cuts to more home videos of the traveling group in better times. We never see what happens to Charlie because it cuts out before we know. The end. the end do you think he killed her probably you think so more than likely yes do you think the elite people called him and was like hey you gotta you gotta kill this gal or do you think she like got off the grounds and he was like i'm not gonna let my victim get away i thought it was more of just a him thing mm-hmm. i really did but hmm. it's hard telling you thought these people were gonna let her go yeah really mm-hmm they seem like stand-up people. He seems like the psychopath. It's like, nah, she's dead. She's mine. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fucking kill this girl. Hmm, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. I kind of feel like they called him and told him to go kill her. Like, he needed mm. their permission to do it. But maybe not. Mm. I don't know either. All right. Are you ready to do fun facts without Seth? Fun facts with no Seth. We'll see if we got anything interesting. Hmm. Let's see. Rob Zombie's first crowdfunded film. You said that to begin with. Yes. I remember like when this was all happening and it was on Instagram and he was trying to get people to Hmm. send in money for it. And there were like different tiers, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. Did you, did you donate much? I did. How much did you donate? I think $10,000. Yeah. Yeah. Dollars. You're a baller, dude. Doll hairs. Doll hairs. Yeah. And I got like a, I ended up getting like a print, like like a little print. Oh, really? Movie. Yeah. Damn, he probably didn't make no money on your donation, cheap um, ass. <laughs> I'm sure he did. I sent him five grand. Oh, wow. I'm a real fan, Rob. You should come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Zombie said the reason. I'm a real fan. I am a fan, dude. It was just funny how you oh, said yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That's fine. You can make fun of me. Rob Zombie <laughs> said the reason he set this movie on Halloween was because he read a statistic which stated that more people go missing on Halloween in the U.S. than any other day, and he thought it would make an interesting premise for the film. Wow. I agree, Rob. That's deep. He called it his most brutal film to date. Really? You don't think so? What would you say is more uh, brutal? I don't know. I think House of Thousand Corpses is pretty brutal. Mm, that's true. This is on par with that. I think this might be a little bit more. This is more death than this, I think. Yeah. Sherry Moon Zombie was in the middle of quitting smoking during the film, which she said aided in her misery of the character. It was That's sh- what was wrong with her. Maybe that was it. She was like, fuck, I need a cigarette. They're like, are you okay? I thought I thought that was hilarious. I actually printed these off before I finished watching the movie because I watched it in two settings. And um, when Doom had smoking the cigar at the end, I was like, I wonder if that's really killing her. I'd have to sit there and smell that. Probably. Yeah, she was like, let me hit that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so shocked that she ever like smoked or anything since she's like very like mm, health that's conscious. True. Back in her wild days. Yeah. A popular rumor surrounding this movie is that Bill Mosley and Sid Hag both turned down roles for various reasons. While the truth is neither actor was ever offered a part in the movie. 
Dang, Rob. That's pretty wild. Stone Cold Killer. The home movie montage footage of the carnival workers was shot on Rob Zombie's portable phone. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It really does. 31 was re-edited twice before the MPAA gave the film an R rating. The first two submissions came back as NC-17. Here we go. Charlie, Sherry Moon Zombie, comment on our character Charlie. Charlie is totally a victim in this movie, and she's only doing everything out of the instinct to survive, like Heidi in The Lords of Salem. I think it shows that everyone has that in them, and they can come out. It's kill or be killed. Still doesn't give us a ton of I agree. background. I need some backstory, dude. Yeah. Hmm. What else do we got here? Ooh, during Richard Brakes' performance as Doomhead in his opening monologue, he barely blinks his eyes in the single shot close-up. The first time was 45 seconds in, then doesn't blink again for 61 seconds. It really added to the overall discomfort of the scene. <gasps> I agree yeah. with that, I guess. Yeah. I guess. As Doomhead is about to gut Charlie... With the knife, he says, shall we do this Whitechapel style, calling her Mary Kelly. This is an obvious reference to Jack the Ripper, the real-life serial killer who hunted in London's quarter Whitechapel, his last victim being the prostitute Mary Kelly. Up 31 is likely referring to Halloween as the film opening says October 31st, 1976, but as mentioned earlier, the exact reason is not explained. Huh. I've always thought that's what it was. I don't know why these people have such a problem, Jess. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Is there anything else interesting I want to read? Hmm. I don't think so. Wow, the body count was 17. That's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. After the meal, you will see two goons wearing masks made of skin. That's the clowns we talked about with the chainsaws. They are supposed to resemble Otis and Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses. There you go. Son of a gun. That's where we should end. Fun facts with Seth. I'm a good singer, dude. <laughs> uh, let's do some HMC favorites. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? So I really liked the Venus and Charlie kill scene after Panda gets hit by death head mm. and then they both just fucking annihilate yeah. them. Like they're like, no, we're fucking done with this shit. <laughs> we're done with this. <laughs> and then, um, obviously the sex scene because I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. Did you love it? Fucking hilarious. You were like envisioning yourself as that gal with Richard Brake. Yeah, I totally You're was. Like, Woo. This is me doc. <laughs> uh, I love the chainsaw clown scene. I already talked about it. Uh, I also like what you said. You didn't like this, but I, like the opening scene with the van i get they're kind of annoying mm. but i think it's supposed to like show you how crazy these people's lives are they live in this van and probably are going stir crazy yeah and then i also like the doomhead opening scene favorite kill in the movie jess um i think roscoe just because mm. he like kind of sacrifices himself but he doesn't really put like a ton into it like he like goes at him yeah and he just completely misses yeah right I think he was just so, done. Like, there was no coming so. back from that, Roscoe. Yeah. Uh, my favorite kill was when Venus jumps on Schizo Head and the chainsaw's going up through him. I'm like, get off of him. <laughs> get off. <laughs> get off, Venus. <laughs> Thing you like most about the movie. Um, I did like some of the characters, and obviously the soundtrack mm -hmm. got me. Rob Zombie does the soundtrack good. He does. He does. Always. Him and John 5. Johnny Boy 5. Yes. Uh, for me, I said it really reminds me of an early 70s slash 80s slasher film full of crazy off-the-wall characters and gore. Um, 
I'm probably in the minority, but I think the plot is really simple and good. I like it. I don't think they overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. I do wish, which I'm jumping ahead, but I'll just go ahead. Uh, I think that it's probably 15 minutes too long, and I wish we would have got more backstory on Charlie mm-hmm. specifically, maybe Roscoe. But that's the thing yeah. I didn't really like about it. What did you not like about the movie? Um, just like we talked about a lot of the filming style I mm-hmm. wasn't a fan of. Like he didn't do this in all of his movies, but like just like that stop frame yeah. one that I was talking about. I don't like that. Um, some of the plot holes that we've like discovered don't really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, just kind of too fucking long. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Understood. Yeah. Would you watch it again? Nah. Nah. Probably not. <laughs> Uh, probably not wow i said 100 percent yes wow <laughs> yeah dude i like this movie mm, yeah mm. if it was house of a thousand corpses 100 percent yes for me all right but, yeah all right let's rate it let's jump over to stabby's ratings we rate every movie on a zero to five stabby scale some movies get zeros because they're terrible some movies get fives because they're great at the end we'll average it out and give the average hmc stabby's rating we are where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews <laughs> and ratings <laughs> jess Rob Zombie's 31. What do you give this movie? So, as I said, I like some of the characters. Um, I thought some of the kill scenes were cool. Um, it was just very slow. The filming, the plot holes, just the copy of other movies before this mm-hmm. that Rob Zombie's done. I don't know. It just felt like thrown together a little bit for me. 2.6. 2.6. Wow, I'm shocked. Really? Yes. It's not my favorite. This might be your least favorite Rob Zombie movie. It might be. Have you seen Three or from th- Hell? Yes. I love Three from Hell. I like Three from Hell. Okay. Um, maybe this and uh, Lords of Salem, maybe, or like I can't I remember what, what I gave, gave it. I don't remember either. I stopped keeping track of. I them. think I like. I might like Lords of Salem better. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I'm shocked, dude. I thought. Man, Seth might have rated it higher than that. Maybe. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it, dude. All right. I said I'm biased because I love how dirty and cringy I feel when I watch Rob Zombie movies. We already talked about it earlier. I think that might be why I like it. I feel like I'm watching something I shouldn't be watching. Again, the feeling is like you're watching something you shouldn't be watching. It's like I almost just said that. That's crazy. <laughs> Everybody knows slasher movies are my favorite, and I also think this is a simple story of an elitist group using others for their yearly sinister Halloween game. I like it. I'm into it. Charlie, admittedly, is one of my favorite final girls. I don't know why you hate her so much. It's like you give her a hard time. And I really enjoy Doomhead. From a, a villain perspective, I feel like Doomhead is like those slashers in the movie that you don't ever know anything about. Like, yeah. Like, Jason could be doing this shit when he's not out killing. He could be, like, banging broads and yeah. watching Nosferatu while he's <laughs> not killing people. <laughs> but you get the backstory. I like yeah. it. I'm into it. I gave it a 4.1 out of 5. I thought you were going to give it higher, to be honest. Really? When you were like, when you see this score. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. Stop it. Did I? Is that how I sounded? Kind of. Really? Yeah. It's not good. When you see this score. That's how I sounded. Cheesy piece. We might be right on the money with the critics. Do you think so? Maybe. Would you like to read the Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus? 31 delivers all the high energy gore Rob Zombie fans have come to expect, but a lack of fresh ideas and likable characters mean only the already converted need apply. Hmm. 
pretty much what I said in a nutshell. <laughs> pretty much exactly <laughs> what you just said. That's okay. I think we're actually very, very close to what they uh, what they did. Actually, we're higher, but it's fine. Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 47% on 47 reviews. That's funny. 55% average rating. Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it a 35% on 2,500 reviews. A 2.8 out of 5 average rating. Uh, yeah, or 56%. IMDb gave it a 5.1 out of 10 on 21,000 ratings. Us, the horror movie crew, well, two-thirds of us, we gave it a 3.35 out of 5, or 67%. So we were higher. We were actually pretty spot on with them. Yeah. I'm impressed. Actually, I'm a little disappointed you rated it so low, but... <laughs> Jeez. What's a 4.1 out of 5 and 82%? That's about right for me. Yeah. Maybe I was. Maybe I should have went 4.5. I just assumed... By the way you said it, you're like, when you see this score... I mean, I that's a like, high oh, score. shit. He's not going to like my score. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to like it. Oh, well, that's okay. Is there anything else you want to say about Rob Zombie's 31 before we wrap it up? It was a little disappointing. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed with you. It's, it's fine. It's okay. It happens. I forgive you. I won't be disappointed long. Do you notice that with no other movies, we say the director's name before the movie, except for Rob Zombie? Yeah. Don't you feel like that's like what every, everybody does that though? Like Rob Zombie's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Rob Zombie's 31. Why can we not do that with other directors? I don't know. Hmm. That's weird. That I is. feel like you do it with like the Halloween movies. I do? Or yeah. just I don't say like John Carpenter's Halloween. I say Halloween. Okay. Do you? No, I just thought you did. Oh. Hmm. But Food for thought. <laughs> Food for thought. <laughs> Rob Zombie's <laughs> 31. All right, let's wrap it up. Thank you to all of our beautiful, wonderful patrons. Starting with Vicky D. Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast, Kimberly D, Mike R, D, Cole, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, Caitlin, the Ashleys, Ashley V and Ashley S, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street, and my lovely mother, Nana. Stevie. Our next episode, I'm not quite sure, but I'm pretty certain it's Munsters. Oh, okay. I think. I think it was just like TBA. TBD. What's TBA? TBD. To be, be announced? announced? Wow, I never heard that. Really? You know what? It's coming to me in waves. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming at me in waves. It's or coming at me. It caught me in waves. It caught me that in caught waves. Me. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely going to know something's up. Boo, we can't even get it right. <laughs> that caught me in waves. That's why I fucking wrote it down. We're going to have to practice. Yeah, they caught me in waves, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I'm going to throw it in. Yeah, it caught me I in gotta waves. I got to stop laughing about it. Like, I got to get mean? him out now. But the more we say it, the more like normal it'll yeah. be to me. Huh. Interesting. All right. I'm pretty sure it's monsters, but we'll let you guys know later because we're in the future. <laughs> we're out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Little bitch. You better say bye to Sammy. It's the last time he'll be here. Why are your lips so chapped? <laughs> I don't know. Little chappy. Little chappy would be your rapper <laughs> name, dude. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's little chappy. Little chappy. My lips is chapped. Hey, Krubies, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast, and you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all.